Hi, my name is Professor McBall Lover. It's not. Yes, I wanted to give you some great information that you may not know that will teach you how to take care of those balls. Yes, and for girls who may not have balls, but may love people who do have balls. I this is also like for nuts. you. So there is a place, I don't know if you've heard about it, but I'm going to explain it to you, called Ballsy. Ballsy.com, oh. that is. They have amazing okay. products that you can use, like ball wash and nut cologne. So amazing. Okay. And if you want to find out more about Ballsy, and also get 15% off because it's nothing fancier than a guy that has nut cologne. Come on now. I'm a professor. Trust me, I would know. So make sure you go to millennials.us so that you can get the code and you can use it when you're ordering your stuff for your balls or some balls you might love, okay? So that's ball math. You can get 15% off. So use oh, ball maps today. when you shop. Yes. You bet. Go right now. Millenni, millenni, millennial, millennial what? Millennial what? Millennial what? Millennial what? I'm a fucking millennial. I did not. Because of Pharrell, we made it out some shit. Pharrell, Pharrell. Yeah, you know we run the world, right? Saying in Tennessee, I know it's that don't even sound right. That don't even sound like me. You are fake The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the individual guests' own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Millennials Anonymous or Maps Media. The material and information presented here is for entertainment purposes only and not meant to malign any person, place, thing, or group. Maps Media's name and all forms and abbreviation are the property of its owner, and its use does not imply endorsement or opposition of any specific organization, product, or service. This is purely entertainment, folks. Now let's get it. I'll tell you what I know, all right? I don't know everything about everything. I know a, a little bit about a little bit, okay? Tell them something, Joe! It's three guys, it, all right? everybody welcome back to a brand new episode of millennials anonymous podcast yes it is your girl lise winnie and i am a fucking millennial yes you hear my dog in the background i haven't been back i'm back it's been a long time i shouldn't have left you but i'm, I'm trying to tell you okay it's been a it's been a lot of stuff going on i told you i started producing for another platform and that consumes pretty much all of my time because a good portion of my, my time is commuting. So I have to commute to and from, and that's over two hours of commute time. And it's a, a middle of the day shift. So one of the things, I don't know if y'all know it, but 11 to seven, 12 to eight, any of them shifts, you might as well just kiss your life goodbye because you ain't going to be able to do shit. Like, that's pretty much your whole day. Like, if you work a 3 to 11, you can do shit in the morning. You know, oh, I have to make doctor's appointments in the morning. I can work out in the morning. You know, I can go to the grocery store in the morning. Like, it works. You work, like, 6 to 2, 7 to 3. You could like, okay, I do my shit in the evening. Okay, I'm going to work out in the evening. I'm going to go shopping in the evening. I'm going to go... 
with my boyfriend in the evening. I'm going to go over here to my mistress house in the evening. Like, that's kind of how that works. But when it's 12 to 8, you got to be like, shit, I guess I got an hour over here. Maybe I got 30 minutes to do this. I don't know. When I get off of work, maybe I maybe, maybe, maybe I got a little, I mean, I got like 30 minutes I got to do over here. Like, it's, you really got to reevaluate your life. You got to say, like, fuck them kids. Like, if you got kids, just say fuck them because you ain't never going to see them. Like, by the time you drop them off in the morning, for school and by the time you pick them up it's time to put them in the bed so i mean if you hate your kids then that's a perfect shift for you because you'll never see them and you know all the dead beef all this just say you work 12 to 8 you know what i mean just say i work i work 12 to 8 i work 11 to 7 okay but yeah so it's it takes your whole goddamn life so if you work at that shift i feel your pain and your struggle especially when you have to commute over an hour to get to work and home because like that's literally my whole like from nine to nine i'm not at my house and i'm not doing anything else but for other people so that's what's been happening so we'll probably go on a little bit of a hiatus maybe i think the season probably will end at the end of this month in january and then we'll come back for season six and we'll regroup and figure out how the fuck we're gonna do this because like on the weekend i do have my weekends but by the time I get home and decompress, oh, it's really difficult. And not to mention, I've told y'all a million bajillion times, I have anxiety and depression. And I've just found that I have, like, I believe I have ADHD, which actually would, it, if you have ever met me, that makes sense. You'll go, oh my God, like, you hear me on here and I'm loud as fuck. Like, I, I just am overly loud. I'm overly talkative at times. I can't sit still. I fidget a lot. If you go back and watch any of the brunch and things, you see I cannot sit still in my chair. Even on Farage, you should, like, I'm constantly moving. Like, it's just, it makes total sense now. Like, I, have you ever interrupted your own goddamn thought? You bored yourself. Like, I really be thinking about something in my brain, right? Like, you just be like, you know what? I'm really going to clean up, and I'm going to do that, and I'm, I'm going to make sure that I pick up the chairs. And then you all of a sudden, you be like, you know what? And then sometimes tacos be a little dry. Like, tacos be dry. Like, in the middle of your, my thought, it just be random thoughts that come in there. That's why I have a sidebar to a fucking sidebar. Like, literally, that's how my brain works. The hyper-focused shit, the jumping from jumping to place to place. So... One of the things that I was going to talk about today, speaking of which, this is a terrible, terrible transition, but whatever. And one of the things I was going to talk about was quiet quitting. So apparently this is a thing. I think I talked about it a little while ago where you kind of quietly quit your job. Like you're still there, but you're you're more withdrawn. So you're not giving your all. You're kind of starting to pull back, but you still work there until you don't got to work there no more, which I highly recommend. Uh, quitting without a job, you know, I give it negative five stars. Do not recommend. And trust me, I've done it. And they're saying that Gen Zs are doing the job hopping thing. And here's the thing. I was a pioneer. Like, I thought it was just something wrong with me. But apparently, I was just before my time. Because I was a job hopping, job quitting queen. Like, if it was something that I didn't like, I'd be like, no, I give it three months sometimes I've even left a job after a week I've left a job after a day like it's just I was one of them people when I was younger and I was really good at getting jobs like I I, I was always like my I, I was really really good at that when I was younger I don't know how I was doing it but I was really good at it and 
I would go, you know what? I don't like this job. And then I would just leave. Like, that was just kind of like, you know what? Mm, I don't like this job. Like, I was a pioneer of the job hoppers. See, I was just before my time. Like, people was making fun of me, but I was just before my time. That was it. You know what I mean? I was it. That and my ADHD. Okay? But it's all good. It's all good. But when it comes to this, the quiet quitting, I think a lot of people can't quit. One of the biggest irritants to me is when I hear managers say or bosses say, if you don't like it here, just leave. And I'm sitting there and I've had this thought in my mind with certain bosses and jobs that I've had in the past. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, um, if I could leave, you don't think I would have been gone? Like, I, I don't want to be here, but I'm not going to go into debt either. Like, leaving here and not having anything... Like that shit in your early teens, you know, late teens, and even in, into my early 20s, I was like, I can't just job hop no more. I have kids. I cannot, I cannot do that. I would say I am, but I can't. And so you can't just leave. So that irritates me that they don't understand. Like, I, they do get it, but they don't get it. Especially if you're a business owner, I don't think you get it. But I was like, I'm I'm trying to make sure that I'm okay because I know you gonna make sure that you's all right. Cause you gonna fire me and replace me. You don't give a fuck about me. So if you don't give a fuck about me, I can't sit here and give a fuck about you. I got to care about me. I got to put me first. I got to put me first. And that's what people do. And I highly recommend, if you are unhappy with where you are, I do not recommend, like I said, don't just quit without something else. I've done it, like I said. I give that a negative review on Yelp, Reddit, wherever I need to give the negative, Google, wherever I need to give the negative review, I'm telling you that shit is bad, and it sucks, and it's not good. Unless it's something absolutely egregious. Like, if you are being abused at work, if somebody is torturing you, just, just walk the fuck out the door and call the police. But besides that, if you just bored at work or you just don't like people sometimes, but they're not really doing anything to you, just stay till you find something else, okay? Just, you have to stay at a job for 30 years. Don't do that. If it is taking you longer than five, three, three to five months to find a new job, reach out to somebody for help. Shouldn't take that long. Reach out to somebody for help because it means that you're doing something wrong. And sometimes it could be the industry. Like the industry that I'm in now, requires you to know somebody so it requires your network ability to be strong the reason why i'm at where i'm at is because i networked had i not networked i would not be where i am now i use my network to get where i'm at and that brings up a great point because i've seen a lot of people say using me you using me i'm like no bitch listen if you're on my linkedin and you accepted my request or if you're on Facebook, or if you're on Instagram. If I'm not utilizing my network, it's something wrong with me. Because then that means that I just have you on here as a goddamn follower, and I don't need followers just to meet, have followers. I'm not a Gen Z. I'm not an alpha that just needs constant validation by followers. That's not how I roll. If you on my LinkedIn especially, you best believe that I'm going to fucking reach out to you for something. Because I've saw some value in you on a business scale that we need to be talking. Whether it's a business partnership, whether I'm curious about getting into your industry, I'm going to reach out to you. It absolutely makes no sense to build up a following, a social following on any social media platform and not use it. 
That shit don't make no sense. You have to use your network. Use your vows. Like you, whatever network you got, fucking utilize it. And if you don't have nobody in your network that's doing better than you, get a better network. Because you don't want to be the smartest person. in. If you're the smartest person in the room, you cannot grow and you cannot become better. I never want to be the smartest person in the room. And I hate people who want to be the smartest person in the room. Like, I've met a few. And I can't, like, I'll be cordial to you. But I can't stay around you too long. Because I hate a motherfucker that always got to be right all the time. Like, you don't have to be right all the time. Like, if you know everything, how you ever, you are never going to grow. That's the best you can be. If you know everything, whatever you are right now is the best you gonna be. I can't do that. Mm-mm, can't have that, won't do that, won't be that. Mm-mm, no, no, no. And we're living in a crazy-ass world right now. We've had like three mass shootings, two in California within the last couple of days. And it's getting real fucked up out here. Like, it's a mass shooting everywhere. This year alone, we've had a ton of mass shootings. And I don't really think people are taking their mental health. No, I'm not going to say that people aren't taking their mental health seriously. Because we have this conversation all the time. That's not true. I think what's happening is, is that a lot of people are, are becoming frustrated. And that's what's happening. People are becoming frustrated with what's going on in the world and what's happening with them and they don't know how to express it and a lot of the times one of the things that I noticed kind of going back to work and I'm not saying these people well I think one of them did happen at work I think somebody did come back in and they shot up the job recently I think that happened but I think when it comes to just paying attention to people a lot of people do not pay attention to people. And I'm one of the most observant motherfuckers, probably to a fault. I overanalyze everything. So when I see people, the way that you speak, you know, I've said fucked up things and I've said things that I don't necessarily mean, you know, they come out not in the right way. But when I listen to people, I listen to what they're saying and I try to figure out the intent. Because sometimes people say stuff and then I'm like, I don't know about that. And you have to pay attention to people's behaviors. Like, I've noticed things. Like, I've had this incident, I'm not going to get too specific about it, where I noticed something about someone that for whatever reason, no one else is seeing it. And I'm like, is this something wrong with me? But then I start to realize that if the people around people are so into themselves, which a lot of people are nowadays because of social media, and because of the way that the world is built, and depending on what industry you in, people kind of have to be very self-absorbed. And they don't necessarily pay attention to others. And being and paying attention to others and being nice to others is seen as a fucking weakness. And we've taught our children this. And so now a bunch of people around you are so self-absorbed and they don't want to care about others. Because being nice to people is a sign of weakness. So they don't give a fuck. And then you start to notice this person's slow decline and nobody's saying anything because no one sees it. And I think that that's what's happening because a lot of the times when we see these mass shootings, we see these people kill their spouses, we see people kill their children, we see these people just go off and do these crazy ass things. There's always signs, but we tend to ignore the red flags. They're there, but we ignore the red flags. And like a lot of the times we say that these things come out of left field, but a 
sometimes they do, but most often, if you're really paying attention, they don't. Like the most people tell you and they show you how they really feeling. Like you might not know they're gonna come up to the job and you know start shooting up the joint, but you know that okay, Bob not okay. Bob is not cool. Like something going on with Bob. You know what I mean? Like you know something is off. Like it's been people, like even a mass shooter in Uvalde, at his job at Burger King, they his nickname there was a mass shooter. They knew it was something going on with him, but a lot of the times we ignore the signs and we just go on about our day. No, you don't want to mislabel somebody and say that, oh yeah, this person's gonna do da 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 da. Just because somebody is sad, don't call the FBI. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But you do need to pay attention to those red flags. And sometimes that's like the person like, are you cool? It may not stop them from doing stuff. But you never know. Some people do need a, hey, are you cool? Hey, you all right? How you really feeling? Like, no, I'm not just asking surface level. Like, how are you doing? Cause everybody ain't gonna tell you how they're feeling. And I'm gonna sound like I'm talking out the side of my mouth. But that does not mean that you can save everybody either. Everybody's not gonna tell you what's going on with them. Everybody's not gonna be straight with you cause everybody doesn't feel comfortable in order to tell you how they're feeling depending on the relationship. Everybody's not gonna wanna do that. So if something does happen, I'm not necessarily blaming you but i think that we do need to do a better job of just checking in on folks and being a little bit more observant about our surroundings and what people say and, uh, and paying attention to the intent behind what people are saying and not just what they're saying or how they're saying because we get real caught up in the hot well she said it like she said it with an attitude like we always get caught up in that but pay attention to the intent what what are they actually saying think that would make a huge difference in the world I'm, I'm just saying and speaking of a huge difference in the world we in Maryland I'm in Maryland still but I don't know how long I actually will be in Maryland because I have a strange feeling I'm gonna have to move at some point but right now I'm, I'm in Maryland and we got a brand new governor yeah my governor is black you know and so we have a black governor he was inaugurated oprah came it was a whole thing everybody in the state of maryland was at the goddamn inauguration dinner it, it was just you know everybody got a picture with him like all of those things like he is he is zealous if that's if that's the word of to use there because he is very much a go-getter so we will see what happens with Marilyn? He seems very enthusiastic. He seems very ambitious. So I'm I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm really excited. And uh, speaking of the Democrats, Joe Biden decided that he was just going to say, you know, fuck them papers. And now Joe Biden, he, listen, Joe, is it a coincidence that the two oldest presidents lost documents? Probably not. Mm-mm. No, and he's thinking about rerunning. I'm like, Joe, I'm not trying to be an ageist, but Joe, 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 Joe. Like, come on, Joe. Tell me something, Joe. Like, we can't, Joe, Joe. Listen, 
There's so many other people that the Democrats couldn't run right now. You got the papers. You know, the Republicans is now they're going to be on these papers. They was like, oh, fuck. Trump had a thousand documents. Fuck that. Mm -mm. He had a thousand documents, a year to turn the papers over and a subpoena. He's defied. But fuck that. Okay. He had the nuclear codes for Iran in his basement. But fuck it. Okay. Fuck that. We want to know what Joe Biden had. He had. We want to know what was on them 10 documents. Fuck them thousand documents. But them 10 documents. We want to know what's on them and Hunter Biden laptop because he probably gave Hunter. That's why I was in there. That's Hunter Biden laptop. So I'm like, Joe, you knew that, like, really, Joe, after the whole, you, you went after, come on, man. Like, I'm so frustrated with this White House right now because it was like, we were doing so well. Joe Biden, he was doing good. He had put out something for student loans, even though it wasn't enough. Because I'm like, Joe, uh, we all owe like a billion dollars in student loans. Like, what the hell is $10,000 going to do? But okay. So, you know, we had him help with the student loans. He passed the Infrastructure Reduction Act. You know, he helped to be able to pass with jobs. There's so many jobs that he's created. He's been able to really use his Department of Justice, has been going after corruption and misconduct and the policing and law enforcement he's really been able to get inflation is back is coming down and like he's been doing so much he's been giving so much money to hbcus he's been giving so much money to back into the middle class and to help to rebuild the middle class in the working class families he's helped to to we haven't gotten the wages up but he we've increased wages a little bit like, there's so many things that the Biden administration, the, he's passed the first environmental bill, major environmental bill. Like, there's so many things that Joe Biden has done, right? In the two years. It's only been two years. It feels like it's been a billion years, but it's only been two years. And then y'all go and you do this shit. Like, y'all didn't check his house. Y'all didn't check his office. He had them documents since Obama. Like, why? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Joe, listen. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. You know, you had a historic midterm. The Most of the time when the, the Democrat is in the presidential office, you lose a ton of seats. That did not happen. You know, you really have gone after as a Democrat to protect, you know, a woman's right to choose. Like, there's so many things that y'all have been doing right and for y'all to do this, you, Joe, you gotta sit down. You have so many candidates that you could probably run. Is Pete, is Pete busy? Like, what Pete doing? You know what I mean? Like, I know Pete got, he, 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 he ain't busy, he free. Pete free, he work for you. So I know he gonna be free. If you sit down, he gonna sit down. You know what I mean? So that I mean, he got some free time. And then, you know, I just said, what's more? You got what's more over there. He, you know, he young and he has, the enthusiasm and ambition of a golden retriever so i think that we could do it like joe there's other people that could be in line okay it's other people that could do it why is it that you still try and run joe like after this document stuff you just need to sit down like just sit all the way the fuck down okay just just sit down and i know some people like well no it's not no i think this was the this was the straw that was like okay 
it's time to sit down. Like we we need somebody else to get in there. And I'm not saying that he's not doing his administration is not working. They are certainly working. But I just feel like there's constant distractions with this with with Joe. Like it's just one after another after another and after another. And I, I would hate to be morbid, but he's in his 80s. He'll be in his 80s. When you look around and all your friends is gone, like it's time, just enjoy it. Like enjoy your golden years because running and being the president is not an enjoyable experience. It's really not. And honestly, it kind of was, I was thinking about the presidency and what it will look like years from now because now you got to run for president when you were like in kindergarten because everybody going to be pulling up tweets and and look what they said when they was in the third grade because everybody has a phone now in the third grade. So I don't know what our presidency is going to look like, but I can tell you this, Joe, if DeSantis run, I don't know if Joe beats DeSantis. Joe beats Trump. For sure. I don't know if Joe beats DeSantis. And that is scary. And that's why I think we need somebody else in order to step in. Like, we need somebody else to to come in to maybe, in, like, energize and in the Democratic base. Because I don't know what this looks like when he has to try to run again. I just don't know. I don't know. And speaking of I don't know, if you know and have heard about Tyrese Nichols, is in Memphis, Tennessee. He was beaten to death. So it was very much like Rodney King. He's beaten to death by five officers, all of which who are black. So all of the police officers are black in this situation. And now what we're hearing is it's not a white black thing. It's a cop thing. Okay. And I'm going to say something that is a very unpopular opinion. I've always said this, and I'm going to continue to say it. What should have happened when we first started this the movement, especially with Black Lives Matter, is it shouldn't have initially been a racial thing when we were talking about police reform. It should have been a police thing, a policing issue. Because one of the things that you'll notice is that a lot of the people who go into the police department, I'm not saying that there isn't systemic racism in the police department. Oh, I so believe that. I'm not saying that racists don't flock to the police department. I'm not saying that either. But what I'm saying is it's bigger than that. A lot of the people who go into policing, jobs like policing, politics, that tend to have power, people who are seeking power, like those jobs that have a level of authority. So when you have people that you're going to attract things like narcissists to those types of jobs, you're going to have problems. So you're going to have to change the way that you market those jobs. You're going to have to change the way that you hire, because if not, you're going to end up with a police force full of people that could potentially not be great candidates. And it's a policing issue. Because, like, how do you convince half the population that doesn't believe racism exists? Right? Or more than half the population of the U.S. That racism in the police department and is the biggest issue with the police department when it's only, like, 0.00002% of the population that has been killed. It's going to be very hard for you to make that argument. 
I'm not saying it's a valid argument. I'm saying it's going to be hard. If you really want change, you have to convince people that there is a problem. And not only that there is a problem, that the problem has something impactful to you. So if some, if I have a problem and I need help fixing it, I need to somehow convince you that it also impacts you. Otherwise, you're not really going to give a fuck to help me. So now, if we made this a policing issue from the gate, we might have been able to get some stuff done. But I think we were so busy trying to be right, you know, instead of getting stuff done, that's what happened. It's exactly what happened. And I think now we need to reevaluate how we're doing this and how we're marketing it and how we are really fighting for change if that is in fact how we're gonna do it like we have to figure out a way in order to get other because you we can't if most of us aren't on the police force we cannot change it so we need to get them to change it so a lot of times when you hear people say it's not really a black issue it's a white issue that's very very true because when you look at a lot of police departments most of them are white because in the u.s most of the people in the u.s are still white it's white and then i think hispanic people are right behind white people because i think i don't don't get me the line but white people are the largest population in the u.s i want to say they're over 40 some percent and i think hispanic people are like 20 some percent and black people are like 13 percent and then it just goes down so it's not a ton of us. So we have to get other people on board with this fight in order to really get stuff done. And I don't think we did that. I don't I don't think that's what happened. So I think when we're looking at this, the the video hasn't come out yet to the public. The family has seen it, but the video hasn't come out to the public. So once the video has been released, I think we do need to take a regroup and figure out, okay, so how do we get police reform done? How do we get it done in a meaningful way that actually will impact change? Because the way that we did it last time didn't work. So how do we do that? Right? And I think that that's where we're, we should be at at this point or this 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 juncture, okay? Because things have gotten we see it a lot more i'm not gonna say it's gotten well i think last year i think police the police killed more people on record than ever before so i guess it has gotten slightly worse um but we've been seeing this for a while and i don't know if we've truly come to a consensus of of how to fix this i don't think we, we've had that open conversation and a conversation that we are really truly willing to have because honestly in my opinion even with all the issues that they have I don't think abolishing the police is the answer so we need to figure out what that looks like and how we go forth just saying and uh, I've talked about uh, Kanye West in a minute. He did get married. So congratulations to fucking Kanye West. He got married to a Kim Kardashian lookalike. And he, he's quiet now. So I guess he's happy. I know a lot of people out here saying this and saying that. But if he's off the fucking internet, let him be off the internet. Like, goddamn. Like, I'm happy for him. 
Whatever she didn't did, he is off the internet and he ain't saying stupid shit. I'm happy. Like, oh, if he like it, I love it. Don't be how Sway, Sway had the answers. You know what I mean? Because Kanye is off the, he's off the internet. And I'm, I couldn't be happier for him and her. Okay. She knew what she signed up for. So she married him. I don't even feel, it's okay. She gonna be all right. All right. She gonna be all right. And shout out to Geek Set, by the way. We've had Young Deuces on the show. We've had Bacardi on the show. We've not had a chance to, to get, um, did join the show um we we've we've not been able to get the whole group on the show but we have had at least two and they got a speaking of sway they got a deal with sway so they're gonna be on sway's universe their podcast geek set is now on sway they've partnered with sway so they're now mainstream they're not even independent anymore i rem you know he's when i tell you that rudy really grinds uh, he's from Wisconsin. He he really, 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 and because I and I mentioned Wisconsin because it's not like he's from New York and he's not from California. So if you are from, you can really do this shit if you're from anywhere. And he grinded. When I say that he was out here on the ground, speaking of networking, he networked like nobody's business. He reached out to people. He did the damn thing, and look at him now. So congratulations to Geek Set Podcast. Super dope. We've highlighted them on Maps Media a couple times as a great podcast. They're so fucking dope. Do definitely uh, check them out on uh, Sway Universe platform. And then you can go directly to geekset.com, I believe. I think it's geekset.com. So you can just check them out and all the, all the damn things. Oh, yeah. And speaking of which, also, go guys, go and vote for Roland Martin unfiltered uh, Black Votes Matter election coverage. It got nominated for NAACP award, okay? And I actually was one of the producers of that special. It's weird to say that, but I was. And if, you know, he wins, I win too. So <laughs> make sure you go out. I would love to say I've won an NAACP award. Yeah, it, that'd be great. I mean, I've won two communicator awards, but I've not won an NAACP award. So that would be fucking super dope if I definitely could say that I've won an NAACP award. So that'd be dope. So make sure you go out and vote. I think it's uh, NAACPVotes.net. So if you go to NAACPVotes.net and you go to information and news, and then you click on Roland Martin Unfiltered Black Votes Matter News Coverage. Just click vote. You can only vote one email per vote. So, yeah, I had that. I forgot to add that in there. So, yeah, congratulations to me, too, I guess. You know, yeah, shout out to, to me sometimes. I'm, I'm trying to be better than that. Like, because I always be super humble and I don't take accomplishments and I don't put it out there. So, I'm going to start being, I'm going to start trying to brag. I'm going to start trying to brag. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to brag. I'm going to brag to y'all. Okay? I'm going to brag to y'all. But right now, I don't know. It was something else I wanted to... Uh, oh, no. I said it wrong. It's vote.naacpimageawards.net. That's the that's the the website. It's H... Y'all don't need to know that. It's vote.naacpimageawards.net. So, go vote. Okay? Go vote to that. 
Um, what else? What else? What else? It was something else that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Oh, the debt ceiling. So, yeah, I hope they get that together. McConnell said, that ain't my business. I ain't supposed to get y'all no debt ceiling. That ain't my job. That's Congress got them on a. That's McCarthy and Biden's job to get that together. Because they over there, like in the Senate, they over there talking about fucking Taylor Swift tickets. I'm like, no, bitch, I need you to get this debt ceiling together because I don't know if y'all know it, but if they don't get this debt ceiling together, y'all ain't going to get y'all taxes because that's one of the things that ain't going to come because they come from the federal government. That federal, you know, them federal government check taxes, that be the big one. Them state taxes be little. So I'm like, mm, listen, y'all, if y'all really bout it, bout it. Y'all need to be worrying about this debt ceiling now. They ain't extended it. I think it's like at $34 trillion, which doesn't allow for any new spending at all. So I'm like, I need my taxes, baby. I need my taxes. Oh, Young Thug. So I've seen a lot of people saying like, oh, Young Thug, you can't be saying that about Young Thug. He ain't have no... I'm like, listen, if somebody is giving you drugs in a courtroom... And this is why I say, if you're stupid enough to put your business in a fucking rap lyric, you need to get caught. Like, if you're telling, I killed a man on the street yesterday, man, man, and Lord Devonte had the gun, and they shot him in the head and put his body in the ground. Like, if you're too stupid enough to put that shit in a rap lyric, use that shit in court. Use it. I don't give a fuck. If you're that dumb, you need to be caught. Okay, you need to be off the street. You are goddamn menace because you had you want to be caught. Don't save him. He don't want to be saved because you you don't. Ain't no goddamn way. So if you putting that in the lyrics, you putting it in the lyrics, and it needs you need to be caught. So I don't care about that. And he got handed Percocet in the goddamn courtroom. Y'all, make it make sense, okay? Make it make sense to me like why are y'all still defending that like he knew he goes like he ain't know what he was giving him i wouldn't have took anything why i'm in the court i'd be like no nah, i'm good i'm trying to get no nah, i'm good no no i'm good because as soon as he gave it to me i would have been giving it to like no look look what he gave me he did it he did it i ain't do it he gave that to me i would have dropped the shit on the floor like no nope. uh, 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 potato that's how you know some people just fucking blatant fucking blatant you hear me like that shit is crazy to me it's absolutely fucking crazy to me but you know it is what it is and i guess his fans i don't know what his fans are called the the young thuggins or whatever they call the thuggaliciouses whatever they called they gonna support him to the end but i'm like listen it, it, it we saw it though we saw it and there's no defending that because we fucking saw it okay we fucking saw it and i was gonna go over i did a whole rating system on fast food because i'm fat which i have not lost any weight this year and i said that i was but i, I did a whole it, i had a whole conversation with somebody about these restaurants and rating them because i raised i broke my restaurants down in tier one tier two tier three Okay, so all the fast food restaurants, I broke them down. And one day, I'm going to have this conversation because me and D had a whole argument about who is tier one, who tier two, who tier three. We had a whole conversation about who go where in the water in the water. And 
I'm a, one day we gonna have that conversation and I'm gonna put it out there. But yeah, okay, like yeah, <laughs> but it, it, it it's interesting. Yeah, so I, I let me let me get to it. Like I'm gonna let you guys know what's gonna happen. I'll put some stuff out there on social media. Make sure you go and follow on social media so you know what's happening. And that's it. So I'm gonna play this uh interview it is a recapped rerun interview so it's not brand new so if they say something it's like wait what artists of our generation i am shakespeare in the flesh walt disney mm. nike google create more welcome is it machine am i saying it right charlie charlie Ma machine machine baby machine I'm hearing it. I thought you was from Charlie Machine from Boston, Mass. But it sounds. Am I hearing a New York accent? I'm. I'm. You know. I'm influenced by hip hop culture. So, you know. Okay. I. You know. But. But. But not. I'm from Boston. Yeah, Boston. Born and raised. Okay. I was. About, it, it sounded a little bit like New York to me. Got you. I, got I get you. that sometimes, but I, I don't. I don't. I don't see it. But you know, it is what it is. Okay, got you. Now, how did Charlie become the machine? Because you, you're, you're in media, right? Like media now. Have you always been in media or were you in art? Because what I normally hear with people that are very heavily influenced by music is that you are an artist first. Yeah, that's what happens. You know what I mean? I failed as an artist. You know what I mean? You know, niggas call me the Joe Budden of, of Boston. Okay. You know what I, mean? okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I used to rap under the moniker of Young Chiz. Okay. Uh, my name is Charles. Niggas call me Chiz. That's like a Boston thing. Um, you know, everybody Chiz. Like, I don't know if people knew Ralph Tresvant from from New Edition was Riz. He mm -hmm. was like the first is. You know what I mean? From Boston, that was publicly known. Um, I was young Chiz. I rapped for years since I was like fourteen years old. Years old. Um, it was, you know, it was cool. It was fun. Um, started doing other things. Got you know, caught up in life, and I stopped m making music um started getting into the podcast space in 2018 i recorded my first podcast december 2018 i recorded my first podcast episode i had another podcast with a partner of mine that didn't really do too well and um i started with uh cwtfb radio in 2020 and um here we are today man i'm charlie machine my man manop my actual old partner on the on the podcast that i mm -hmm. had prior he gave me the name machine because it was around the time that uh, Charlie Sheen had that winning interview. Oh, right? okay, gotcha. And and at the time he was like, "Yo, you winning? You Charlie Sheen from Mass? So you're Machine? You know what I mean? And May, yeah. whatever. So hey, I'm I'm Charlie Machine. Here, here we are. Got Today, you. you know I mean? That's interesting. So are you a podcast or you already? Because I was I was a little confused. I was like, all right. So you you added the radio because of the yeah. music, or are you? Technically well, I added. I added. I, I called the CWTFB radio because I want people to rap. You know what I mean? Like when you come up here, if you're an artist, I want you to freestyle. I want to see what your abilities are to to create on the fly. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Whether you sing, whether you rap, whether you do poetry, whether Whatever the fuck it is, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to ask a politician to rap, but like, you know, okay. if you, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like, that would be dope music, if you can get them to crazy, do it. Right? It'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. But, but nah, we, we're not there yet. But, but you know, you know, we, we having fun with it. Um, It started, you know, picking up a little steam right now in the city. And, um, you know, and, and here we are. 
That's, I mean, you guys have had a lot of people, a lot of people on your show uh, locally. And yeah. it, it's funny to me because Bobby, was it Bobby Brown Jr.? I think you, you had him. I did not have Bobby Brown Jr. on there. No, I did not. Um, but I know somebody who was um, really close with him. My man, oh. Yahweh Almighty. He was really close with Bobby Brown Jr. Um, I think they're family, actually. They might be like cousins or something, like distant cousins. And, um, you know, th that was the only connection I had to him. But no, I, I didn't have, I didn't get a chance to do that. Got you, got you. Yeah, that would have been so dope. Rest in peace. Yeah, R.I.P., yeah, R.I.P., man. You know, he was doing his thing. And, you know, to have a, a name like Bobby Brown attached to, you know, you, like, you, you, you don't ask for things like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right, and, and you and you gotta uphold the legacy. Um, it just sucks that you know his his story was cut short. You know what I mean? What's Boston? So is Boston like a? Because I'm from Baltimore. Yeah, I, I don't know a whole lot about Boston except for I know you guys have a like us. You have a really distinct accent where it's like, oh, I know where you're from. Well, you see, the thing about that is people who have a Boston accent are white. You know what I'm saying? There's no niggas that sound like I'm about to park my car in the hive yard and all that stupid shit. I hate that shit because it's like I don't know no niggas who talk like that. You know what I mean? Like, like, and, I, and 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 I'm in sales, so like I I speak to you know um, affluent you know Anglo Saxons on a daily basis. Gotcha. And and I've said it to some of them. They'd be like, yeah, you know, people always know where I'm from because of my accent. And I'm like, you know, the funny thing is you ain't even from Boston. You're, you're from like fucking Everett or like Revere or like okay. one of these metro Boston towns or Walpole or whatever the case may be. And that's the people who talk like that. The whites. It's not us. It's not us. We have an East Coast accent, I believe. That is you know interesting I mean? now that you mentioned that. Now that you mentioned that, that is true. All yeah. the people that I can tell that have that accent, they are white. Yeah, they have no melanin in their, you know what I'm Like, they, they, they not it. They not us. You right. You right. I mean, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Uh, did you, did you watch, like, because I know you do a lot of, like, music reviews. You bring a lot of artists on your show. I was going to call you Keisha, but I didn't. I was like, I'm going to call him the Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped. But did you watch that? Did you watch the verses? What, what? Well, let me ask you this. What are your thoughts on the verses? Do you like it? Do you dislike it? Do you think you it's know, unnecessary? I didn't get to see Keisha and Ashanti. Um, I've seen a few verses joints. Um, I would love to see, you know, you know, like, a, you know, what sucks is that you can't do it. You know what I mean? Because Nate Dogg passed, but the, the, what, when I think of like verses, I think of like people like Devin the Dude versus Nate Dog. Okay. You know what I mean? So you're like a real East Coast, West Oh, oh, I do this shit. You know okay. what I mean? I, I do this rap <laughs> shit. Like, like hip hop, that's that's in my blood. Like, my, I have a brother who was born in 74. You know what I mean? I was born in 89. And, you know, his influence in music kind of trickled into what I, I wanted to listen to when um i went back I, I dug into the crates i got cousins who were djs that that are that are you know gen x they're not millennials like me so like you know they influencing me on like you know you should listen to this you should listen to that to this day my favorite solo artist is, is ghostface killer you know okay. what i'm saying 
Like I think Biggie's the greatest of all time till this day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But so I'm I'm stuck in that, in that world. Oh, I, I never really cared for Tupac. Oh, I'm not okay. gonna front. I think he's good. I think he's a great artist. He's a great entertainer, great actor. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't believe his story. I felt like his story was. Um, you think he made it up? I feel like he he forced an image because he attached himself to Death Row Records. Okay. You know what I mean? Because prior to Death Row Records, you know, he's fucking with Digital Underground and shit like that. And, you know, his first album came out. And, yeah, he would allude to the streets, but he mm-hmm. never made it seem like he was the streets. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. You. you know, you got a, you got a mother who who's a Black Panther, so you're going to have a strong personality with, with a woman like that. You know, not only is she a Black Panther, she was like the leader of her sector. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't no, it wasn't no games playing like with with Afina Shakur. So, we, we understand. <laughs> so, a strong Black woman like that raising you, you're gonna be a strong Black man. But at the end of the day, but isn't it about the lyrics and not necessarily? Because see, that kind of brings us into today with with music. Is it really about the artist, his the background, the story, or is it about the talent? his talent like if his both. talent is both. dope both you know, his talent his talent is undeniable but it's one thing to say you know i come from a an area that does x y and z to now it's thug life tatted on my stomach so you feel he like a well this is pushing it this is they, they in no world would you ever put these two artists in the same sentence but i'm about to do it okay so are you comparing him to a takashi no stop it stop I, i'm it. not saying he's a snitch like but... that is a super that is a super stretch takashi doesn't have that background yeah you know i mean daniel you know what i mean was raised by what was a mexican immigrant family um whatever he was a good kid up until he started doing music. The difference is, is Pac, he might have seen some shit. With, with your mom being a, a, a Black Panther, you might have seen some guns in the crib. You might have seen some shit go down. Um, the difference is, he went to school for the arts. He could package himself up to be whoever the fuck he wants to be. You know what I'm saying? He okay. can make us believe, the consumer, that he is that guy. When in reality, he's just really good at putting words together. And he's just a great artist. So um, I don't want to shit on his legacy. I just, because of that, I just didn't. And it was on some East Coast, West Coast shit. I was like, oh, fuck that. I mean, fuck the other side. It is what it is. Gang, gang, nigga. What's up? (laughs) 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 Got you. Yeah, I I will never in, in history put them together. But. I mean, if that's the case and people really, really uh, are into the talent of the artists as well as the background, why don't we have more lyrical music now? I mean, you seem like a Griselda guy and like you oh, listen to that type of stuff, but that's not who's popping. When you see all the people, and yeah, I'm old, I'm millennial, so I say popping. That's not who's really, that's not who's moving. That's not who's well, on the charts. I mean, if, if, if anybody, if you anybody who's in my age group, and you understand hip hop, and you and you really appreciate the, the the art form, you would understand that Benny the Butch is probably the hardest artist out right now, right? Um, can he make hits like Drake? No, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have to because the lyricists respect him, and and the movers and shakers respect him. So it's like you got people who are not necessarily the most. Um, you know, the, the, the party starters, 
Okay. But but they will literally rap. I know I know street dudes who rap who say Benny the Butcher is the only person that they would pay for a feature. You oh. know what I'm saying? Okay. Because because he speaks to them. Mm-hmm. Um but it's also a double-edged sword because it's like that's not the only type of music. Um you know what I mean? Like there's there's people, there's young cats that are coming up right now who who make the most death esque you know talib quali-esque music right that should be recognized but because they're not talking about moving a pack or shooting a nigga they're not getting recognized right so um you know hip-hop's funny like that <laughs> but who's it, it, pushing it though like because i hear a lot of people say that you know like if they you know you're not talking about a certain lifestyle no nobody want to hear it but who's pushing it because people used to blame the label now labels don't even really fucking exist yeah, Who's pushing this? Um, the consumers and 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 the people who, the people who people think are cool, like you know what I mean, like the the people who kind of give other people validation, right? Okay. Um, you know, you because because look at it like this, right? You might have I. Right, so I'm from Boston. You ever heard <laughs> of Seven Nine Eight One Cal? No. So Seven Nine Eight One Cal is an artist from Boston. Who made a lot of drill music with his his uh, label mate counterpart G Fredo, right? Okay. Their their crew was called HSM Headshot Mafia, and I'm not gonna say it was called. It's Headshot Mafia. G Fredo and Seven Nine Eight One Cal, they they they're fighting a federal uh, RICO case right now, right? Oh. I don't really okay. know what's I don't know what's going on with them. I don't I can't confirm nor deny what the fuck was going on with them. But you look at them. They made that bang bang shoot them up rah rah. You know what I mean? Like gang gang music, mm-hmm. and they was doing millions of views online. Mm-hmm. G Fredo, I mean not G Fredo. Uh, Cal made a record with uh, what the what the nigga name? Uh, one of these new these new singy rap niggas. Uh, no, it's melodic. Stop. Yeah, hey, singy melodic rap. rap. Singy rap. That's what I call it. Singy rap. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I forget his name, but either way, one of these new popping niggas. A few of them, and they got a few, uh, and he also did something with Mozzie. Um, they did a few records, and they doing wild, crazy, stupid, dumb numbers, but they're not the best lyrical rappers. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's like, hey, yo, Fredo, go ahead, nigga, pull the potato. Like, oh, okay. I, you know, it, it rhymes, but it's not nothing that's going to move me, a hip-hop connoisseur, to be like, oh, this is it, because I heard of them, and not once... When they were out, did I think I want to bring these guys on the show? Okay. But then when I started looking at their numbers, I was like, oh shit, these dudes are like really viral. Like they viral, viral. Like it's not like it's not no game. It's all alleged. It's Ain't heavy. Set in stone. You know what I mean? But um, we'll see what happens. I hope I hope they make it out because that's the last thing I want to see somebody is get jammed up on some bullshit. Um, but what I'm saying is, you got guys like that, right? Who are not lyrical artists. And then you have the other guys who are young, you know, they're, they're energetic, they're super lyrical, mm-hmm. but nobody's paying attention to them because they're not making that bang, bang, shoot them up music. Those are the guys that I like to speak for. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say that I'm not going to talk about, you know, the G Fredos and the 791 Cavs and, you know, the, the D to Flyers and, you know, um, and, and, and the, you know, Millie's. I know you heard of Millie's. Millie's mm-hmm. is viral. Millie's is everywhere. Uh, Millie's is not that far left. Like he's not crazy, bang bang, shoot him up. But of course, he's gonna talk about what's going on in, in his environment. Um, you know, 
Millie's is high level rap. He create he coined the term, but there's a lot of other guys who are high level rap too. They just make different type of music, and those are the guys that need to be heard. You know, and I mean? is that what you're trying to do? To, like, so are you because it seems like you you like you said you don't really fall into what's trending. It's more so, right. I guess, what right. you like. So you're trying to change the narrative. In a sense, in a sense, because at the end of the day, you kind of have to go with what's 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 trending, because if you want to be a liable source, if you want to be a viable source that people are going to actually want to watch and, and, and be entertained by, like, I know what I bring to a broadcast. I know what my my, my co-hosts bring to the park, uh, uh, a broadcast, my man Cash and, and, my, and my sis Bells, you know, I know the type of energy they bring. But at the end of the day, we have to pay attention to what's moving right you know i always tell people it's like i could like your music but what have you done for yourself lately mm -hmm. do you invest in yourself do you market yourself are you are you marketable are you are you personable like you like to build relationships with people so there's a lot of multiple factors that go into it if there's if if the only thing is missing mm -hmm. is 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 you you know if you're if you're putting the money into it you're putting in the work you're putting in the energy and whatever reason you're just not popping, I'll definitely have you on the show. Okay. Because I want to showcase that. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not going to tell you like, nah, you know, you got to have X amount of views to be on my shit. Because that's whack. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because views don't, views is not skills. It's skills over politics at the end of the day. You okay. I mean? So you're cutting the, the bureaucracy out, the tape, the red line, and you're like, no, right. we're not doing none of that. We're bringing Absolutely. you on if you're... If you if you're talented, you deserve to be on. But isn't it the but that's where we're at. You're a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. You know how the podcasting game works. Yeah, you gotta go viral, and you gotta go viral, and and it's and it's a leverage thing for us, right? Right. For podcasters, it's like okay, how can I leverage your time? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and and if you're not bringing anything to my table. You know what I mean? The fuck we need to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But I feel like there's a gray area there. And you okay. got to just use your best judgment to kind of figure out who can fit that bill. I would put your show in the same lane as a Joe Button. Mm, right. Right. So, but, you see, but, but the thing is, I'm not a conventional podcast. You see what I'm saying? Like, we mm -hmm. don't, we don't, like, like most podcasts will, you know, if it's a music podcast, what they'll do is they'll play the record. They'll play the record and then they'll talk about it. Right. I don't right. do that on my show. Like, I bring on an artist, we talk about them and what they're doing and things of that nature. We have a conversation, and I'm playing their music in the background. If you hear anything that you like, go and fucking look them up. You know what I mean? Go look them up. And that's that's why I put the music in the background. Not too many people do that. I put it low enough where it's not interfering with the with the audio, but it's high enough for you to understand the, the, the cadence, right? For you to understand, like, oh, this shit sounds good. It's good music. Or whatever the case may be. And also, I have people rap. Not mm -hmm. too many podcasts are doing that. Like, bringing people on and saying, like, I need you to rap. You know what I mean? If you don't rap, don't fucking, don't, don't show up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, that's why I'm mad with it. Because it's like, bro, like, let's, let's make this a radio station. Let's make this a radio station for the people. You know what I mean? And, and that's, that's kind of, like, my vision with it. So, um, and content is the biggest thing that I'm pushing. It's like, how much content can we give the people from the people in our region? You know what I mean? Now your intent is to stay local in Boston, not really to expand outside of that area 
right at this time for the moment you know my 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 ultimate vision for this for this platform is you know you look at joe budden podcast right he's 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 joe budden mm -hmm. right when people are in the area they want to tap in with joe budden podcast right right you know if somebody flies into new york or jersey wherever i don't know where he records whatever they're like if i got time i'm gonna sit down with joey and rory and mal mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's what i'm looking to do is i i want to bring you know the the attention to the people who are out there like the major artists and covid kind of put a damper in that because nobody's touring nobody's mm -hmm. coming out here like I had a, I had a, I had an opportunity to have Lady London on here, and I okay. fucking love Lady London. She's amazing. Um, it was supposed to be last August, um, and she told me she was like, "Yo, look, like if you pull up on me, I'll do the interview on the spot." Mm -hmm. I was ready to just, yeah, I mean, whatever, woo woo. But COVID happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So fucking that changed COVID. the whole narrative. You know what I mean? So, um, but that's what I mean. Like, if 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 I, you know having an interview with some with somebody like lady london would open doors to having conversations with other people you know what i mean um and that and that's that's just that's just what i mean like you know what i mean it's like i want to talk to the people who i think are dope lady london's an, an, an amazing lyricist mm -hmm. like she don't i don't really understand why she's not on the fucking mainstream stage yet to be honest I think she doesn't fit the narrative. I, I don't want to knock my ladies. I don't want to knock my ladies. She don't have. She don't got a fake ass and fake titties. That, I think it's true. I mean, all of the the rappers right now that are popping. You got you know Erica just came out. You got Meg The Stallion. You, you know you got Erica. Cardi B. Uh, so the the girl that does the bust it that new song and her name Erica. I think it's Erica. I, I think it's Erica Campbell. I think it's her name. Okay. But they're all the same like they all kind you they kind of look the same they they all their yeah, hair the same, same body shape yeah you know i mean light skin keisha who's right. not really light skin either i don't really <laughs> I was why. thinking that my damn self she's but... like your complexion like it's fucking weird like i like are you light skin do you consider yourself light skin oh no 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 you're, I'm not, you're not skin. dark skin right thank you i actually thank consider you. myself dark skin i think it's the so light you, i got lights so my thing is like what kind of black ass motherfuckers you was growing up around because it's like <laughs> you know like I, i'm dark right i would never in my life like keisha's probably like maybe a shade or two lighter than me right like i like i it's like I, whatever that's that's neither here nor there I, that, that again to a whole other conversation about colorism and shit like that i don't want niggas dragging me on the internet so. no no uh, and you, but, <laughs> you talk you do talk about race a little bit on your show oh, i was gonna bring oh, that all up all the time all the time i was gonna, I was gonna bring that up you must didn't <laughs> listen to my my <laughs> millennials anonymous at all uh, so you have an interesting viewpoint on that what i don't i don't hate white people i don't i just what i dislike is white people trying to um you know leverage black people's voices for their benefit okay right um you know and especially like white rappers right i, I don't i don't really like white rappers like you know you gotta be like like so you're fucking logic not really he's kind of boring and, and and logic's not even all white he's half black so like He's he's what I what I consider a rapidy rap 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 ass nigga, right? Like he's okay. like how many syllables can I say in this one sentence, right? Like he's one of them niggas. And he can rap. Mm -hmm. But I don't really give a fuck about that shit. His life doesn't resonate with mine. We we came up different. We don't really relate on 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 a lot of things. Um 
I'm not saying fuck it with sucks. Like M? Do you fuck with M? Eminem? Yeah. Absolutely. Eminem is okay. one of the greatest. He's in my top five. He's in your top five, but you don't like Tupac. That is that's interesting. Why is that interesting? Eminem, but not Tupac. You think Tupac rap better than Eminem? Like rap. Like rap. Like rap skills. I mean, he's not gonna be able he's not gonna be able to do the the fancy wordplay that Eminem did. If you go back and read the lyrics, no, the bars are not that fancy wordplay but if you don't like logic for being able to do all the goddamn syllables like i just think he's corny i just think he's fucking corny like you know <laughs> what i mean like like that he, he he banks on the whole half white half black thing and whatever like mixed feelings like a mulatto fuck out of here i don't want to hear that <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, i just i just don't care you know what i mean but um, you don't dislike white because you even like you had lisa bella on which was one of the best interviews like I love that interview. One of the whitest motherfuckers I've ever spoken to in my life. And I love Lisa. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you I mean love Lisa. physically, she's one of the whitest. Who you're yeah, saying. yeah. But I love Lisa. And I love that we had we were able to we were able to have that open dialogue and that candid conversation. Um, because it's a conversation that needs to be had um, with people who share the same passion for the same thing. You know what I mean? Um, what I just don't like is is, you know, white boys who are just good enough okay getting getting the the publicity and the marketing that you know the black rappers who are exemplary are not getting gotcha. you know what i mean meaning because the white boys have a safer bag they could be packaged a little bit better or whatever the case may be or they might just have a better network that's that's what a lot of being white comes down to is is the network right that it's like true. It's like who who do you know? You know what I mean? Who's in your corner? Where it's like you from the hood, your mom raised you on food stamps. Who the fuck you thought she was gonna know? You know what I mean? A pimp, a drug dealer, or whatever. Like, and I'm not shitting on niggas. I'm just this is real life shit. No, I'm saying it's true. It is. If you don't know an investor or you don't know anybody in the music industry, you can't go nowhere. Right. So and 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 that's what it comes down to. Um and a lot of the times you see, you know, these white dudes who look at black guys as just a ticket where they're like, we're going to sell X amount of records off of this guy's talent and we're going to make sure he sees very little of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not OK with that. Um, but all in all, man, I mean, like racism is a very real thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I will never hold my tongue and bite my tongue off of what's going on. Like I will always call a spade a spade. I be out of pocket sometimes. I ain't gonna front. Like, you know what I mean? I be on some shit. I be on some left shit. Um, <laughs> but whatever, I own my shit. Like, you know what I mean? If I say it, then I meant it. You know? So it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we can't. I, you, hey, I can't knock you. At least you own it and you recognize what it is that you're saying and, and dealing with it. I do want to ask you, though, because you have two. Well, technically one. Co- is it one co host or technically two? <laughs> I have two co hosts. Okay. It's never all three of us because I just don't like. I, I just don't like doing that. I, I think why it's too much. I think it's too much. It's too many perspectives on the hosting angle because a lot of the times, you know, you got three co-hosts, one guest. It's like, yo, we, what we doing? We ganging up on this guy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, or, or or this girl or whatever. Um, I just I don't think it's necessary, and I think each co-host that I have on the show bring completely different things 
to the atmosphere of the conversation. So um, I don't really feel like it's necessary, to be honest. Um, you know, they, they, they do different things and, and they're really good at what they do. But I just I, I don't I don't know. We're not there yet. I don't think so. OK, I mean, I, like I said, I like the flow of the show and what you're doing. And it seems like you pick. I don't know if they pick like, hey, you having so and so I want to be on here because or, or how that works. For the most part, they 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 jump in and say tag me in, right? You know what I mean. So, um, you know, a, a lot of it is scheduling as well. You know what I mean. Um, life, people got lives. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, you know, if I got a solo dolo it, then I'll do that. But I I love the energy that's bounced off of you know each one of those guys. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I love the dynamic. It's yeah, I, I like how Belle's just the great. I think it's under she she checks you like you be you be saying some stuff sometimes that be <laughs> like you said yeah. far left. You know, you know me and Bells we go way back since I was a kid. Like her brother and I um, were really close. We like a year uh, apart in, in high school, and um, he passed my senior year um, on some random, you know, like like a random heart attack, like heart failure. I oh, think wow. exactly. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, it was like right before, you know, right after I signed out, like senior sign out day that week. I, w- I wasn't going to school, obviously, and somebody gave me the call, and it was it was it was crazy. Um, and um, I was supposed to do like a documentary about his life, and I did that. We recorded everything, we filmed everything, and this is you're talking about two thousand eight, two thousand nine. We was doing this on like not even ten eighty p, maybe seven twenty. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was a little grainy, and then. I lost everything. My hard drive got wiped. Like everything was crazy. It never was released. Um, but I just love oh, her wow. energy. And okay. I love, you know, her views on music. She's 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 she has an amazing voice and she's never used it as like, you know, professionally, like as far as like, you know, pursuing a music career and things of that nature. Like, you know, she sang at church and things of that nature. But um I wanted to do something with her. And I thought that all, all our our personalities are opposite enough, but not so crazy different that it would work. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, and, and 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 here we are. And Cash is my right hand man. Cash, that's my dog. Like you know what I mean? Cash is you know, I'm I'm a you know what I mean? Like I can't escape that guy. He's the godfather <laughs> of my firstborn. You know what I mean? He's my he's my little bro. And and I think you know with with him watching what we were creating. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know what? Like, it's time for me to jump in here because um, he had a lot to say. And I said, yo, you you want to say all this shit? Come on the show and let's talk about it. And, and, and you know, and it works. Chemistry is amazing. And, you know, the people love it. So, you know, we're going to keep it going. Absolutely. You definitely have to. Because, like I said, I'm a, a fan of the show. I stopped. Like I said, I only bring people on that I truly like what they're doing. Like, if I don't right. like what you're doing... I, I don't want you on my shit. Like, I, I, sorry. I hate you. Nah, I hate you. I don't want to be like that, but sorry. But speaking of what you said, uh, you you have two babies now, right? Congratulations. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. And did you just get girl. married too? I got married last year to my my lady of goddamn. How long we been together? Many uh, years. You want ten you, plus years? You one of them? Ten plus years. Look. I was a kid when I met her. Okay, stop it. Right? <laughs> hey. I was 18 years old when I met her. Uh, you in your thirties, right? You in your thirties now? I'm 31 now. Okay. I'm 31 now. So, you know, 12 so the answer years, is yes. Officially, um, you know, um, officially we started dating in 2009. 
Okay. So, you know, this upcoming, you know, February will make 11 years dating. Um, I mean, what am I saying? 12 years dating. And, you know, I, I that's love of my life. You know what I mean? Mother of my child, like my, my children. Um, and she's an amazing wife. She's an amazing mom. She's like so devoted to being a mother. And um, she's, she's an educator. Um, Shout out to teachers. They don't yeah, get paid for what now they definitely don't trust me i know they don't <laughs> but um uh she she loves what she does and 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 i just love the you know the support that i get from her you know what i mean like she's my biggest critic but she's also my biggest supporter so i mean that's shout me. out amy machine you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. uh, see y'all you got all the whole machine family which i thought was absolutely adorable that is so yeah, that's so dope <laughs> shout out to black love by the way thank you thank you thank you we don't always get black love. Shout out to black love. When I see a, I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna bring race back into it. When I just say well, it, I think we just like, like. So my wife's Dominican, right? So it's like, you know, they come from my, my parents are Haitian. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So we we share the same island. You know, we come from the same type of culture. There's a oh, lot of wow. That's so okay. I get it. All right, got you. You know what I mean? Like, well, there's a lot of differences in cultures, but there's also there's more similarities than there are differences. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like language is one, obviously, right? right. Um, you know, but realistically, like, you know, when I f- first met her parents, like early in our relationship, it was like, wow, we're very similar. We're, we come from the same cloth. We have the same morals and, and, and um, you know, principles. And, you know, I, I always thought that I could build a life with this woman. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I got shit from, you know, some of my black female friends early on. Like, oh, well, you like them Spanish girls, right? And I'm like, little do you know that she's just like you, fam. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? She's she's bla- she's just as black as you. Like, why, how you think she got any pigment in her? If she, she was white. Afro-Latina. She, right. You know what I mean? Like, she's very, she's very fair-skinned. I'm not going to front, but she's, you could tell she's Hispanic. Like, she's, 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 she's Latina. So, um. You know, I, that's the thing that I hate about race, where it's like, oh, well, if it's not black, it's not black. Dominicans are black. I don't okay. give a fuck what nobody say. All right, Dominicans are black. What's Sammy Sosa? Because he ain't, he said he ain't black. He was he was Dominican. He's Dominican, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or is he, or is he yeah, Cuban? He got that one might, of them shits. He might be Cuban or Dominican. I don't remember, but I know he looks he black like as Michael fuck. Jack- okay. No, he's Michael Jackson. I don't he care what he did to himself. He black as fuck. I remember Sammy Sosa when I was growing up. And until Sammy Sosa die, he gonna be that black ass Sammy Sosa that I know when he was on some, you know, you mean Sabado Gigante shit. You know what I mean? So that nigga, he's he's black. I don't care what nobody else is. is. Look, he's bugging. He's having an identity crisis. Okay, okay. that's the shit that I I don't like. You okay, know what I mean? like that's extreme. You're really augmenting your appearance so you can feel a little more secure about who you are. That's next level crazy. That's that's a mental illness. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, and that needs to be checked as such. But that doesn't like just because you change your appearance doesn't change who you are. So I don't care what nobody said. He black. Okay. Well, well, I mean, whatever he wants to go by, you know, that's, that's the world we live in. <laughs> whatever he wants to go by. But if if people want to hear more from you, how can they find your show? So you can find me C Dub T F B Radio. I know it's spelled with a W. We say Dub C Dub T F B Radio. That's on all podcast platforms. Find us on YouTube. 
youtube.com slash cwtfb radio um find me on on instagram charlie.machine charlie.m-a-s-h-e-e-n um twitter charlie underscore machine um just just find me anywhere i mean you know find bells the great my co-host cash g underscore underscore um you know we we everywhere we, we you know we we building the culture out here and um we we building something that that we want to last for a very very long time and put on and 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 create other opportunities for people yeah because you're choosing what the future brings that's what you're doing what the future brings yeah 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 that's what it means choose what the future brings cwtfb man see i do a little research so yeah, i, I appreciate you're a great interview i like that i like that I try. I do my best. I do my best. But I appreciate you coming all the way from Boston. I ain't going to call you Keisha no more. I, I, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> you, you no longer Keisha Cole. We we bag buddies again. But one day I'm going to go to Boston. I've never been to Boston ever. But if one you day. You in Boston, Lisa, come check me, man. Like, we're going we, we, we gonna to have fun. You know what I mean? You you got it. So I oh, appreciate yeah. you coming, but because you have such an amazing like your voice is because that's what that's what Thank stopped you. me. You, you. It was your voice. I was like, Thank he you. has that voice for radio. He has one of those voices that I say, like, whatever you need me to do, I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> you, just you know that that's that's honestly, you know, that's that's what I w- really want to do. Like I really want to get into, um, you know, voice acting and 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 you know. I want my name, my voice to be a voice that they don't even care to see the face. Just love the voice. You know what I mean? I've been told for years that I should get paid on my voice and and, and, and here we are. You know what I mean? We're we going to have fun with it and we're going to talk some shit, but we're going to get some work done too while we're at it. You know what I mean? You always got to get paid. At the end of the day, that's yeah. what the bag is for. But Absolutely. I got to get you to say that you've been to Millennials Anonymous. And I've been to Millennials Anonymous. You know what time it is, baby. See, I see and we millennials with the connection. I appreciate you. I'm not going to hold you no more. Synergy. Synergy, you sis. sitting in the car. And, and I'm, I'm over here sweating and shit. I got this fucking big ass coat on. I'm about okay. to go get a haircut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My barber's like, yo, where you at? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? All right. Real, go, real, go get your haircut. But I appreciate you. You can come back anytime you want to.